Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl Amy here with Larry Levine. How's it going today, Larry? It's going. I'm actually, uh, hey, it's nice to talk to you. It's been a while. It has been a while. And, and I guess say you're usually talking about the weather. I'm going to talk about the weather today because I believe in work hard, play hard. So I've been playing hard this week, uh, but the Selling from the Heart podcast never stops. I'm actually calling in from the French Alps and it's uh, about minus one degree Celsius. It's been snowing. I spent the day uh, climbing into a glacier at the bottom of Mont Blanc. Uh, no, I don't, I, you know, you know what? I'm not playing unbelievably the Unbelievably cool. I know. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm not playing the violin or anything. So I'm just, you know, while you're out eating French baguette <laughs> and drinking Bordeaux, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting out, I'm looking out my window as it's raining outside. So how's that? Uh, life's so rough. I, I, you know, that's all I, I want to hear. But it is, it is fun. And uh, being a Canadian married to a sweet Southern girl, um, it, uh, in her eyes, I speak fluent French. So we've, we've had a great time this week. Hey, that's, uh, that's, that's right. You do speak French a little bit. Oh, it's terrible. But it's enough to get by. And uh, so we've been, we've been having a blast. But uh, thank you to everybody uh, for coming back. If you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, you join a community of sales professionals that are dedicated to doing the hard work, being genuine, being authentic. Uh, we call it Selling from the Heart. And today we've got a great topic. Uh, as we get ready, as I say, as we, as Larry, the uh, esteemed speaker, gets ready to uh, join the crew at the Outbound Conference coming up in April, uh, which, man, I am so excited about that uh-huh. conference. You know, you know what? I, I can't wait because, and actually I was just talking to Jeb yesterday and it's, you know, it, there's not that many conferences out there that are strictly hyper-focused on prospecting right? from an outbound perspective, because obviously, and then we're, I know, I know we're going to talk about it in this podcast, but there's a, you know, obviously there's a lot of noise about, you know, what is it that we do as sales professionals? What is it that we do around prospecting and all that? And I'm telling you, A, I can't wait to speak there, but I just can't wait to meet these people. I mean, it's, it's going to be quite a ride. Well, it's going to be a blast. And, and for those of you who are uh, regulars at the podcast, uh, Jeb Blunt uh, sends his regards. I know he's going to be uh, so excited, Larry, to uh, have you there. And uh, you can go to outboundconference.com. It's coming up in the middle of April in Atlanta. Boy, I, it may already be sold out. But uh, if you, you know what? I think, I, think it, I think it is. I know some of the tracks are already sold out. There might only be few tickets left. All right. So you're going to have to go to StubHub if you want to go to this conference. Go to a scalper outside the, the Omni, the CNN Omni hotel where this is at. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, what's, what's really cool though, is you've been preparing your talk, which is, is going to be the subject of our conversation today, uh, which is it's not rocket science. And at the same time, I've been traveling around. Uh, the reason I'm in Europe, I was helping roll out a, a solution sales training program where really, if you want to boil it all down, 
it's not rocket science. <laughs> we have, and we, I, I think as sales professionals, we have a tendency or business people in general, we have a tendency to just completely overcomplicate things. And you <laughs> definitely see that when it comes to social and solutions, right? Yeah. And, and I, and I think is, I mean, everybody has an opinion and, and I get it, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of times what's happening is everyone's looking for the secret sauce, right? It's that, what edge can I get? But I think what happens is, and, and I've always taken this approach and, and I always say, you know, you know, you've known me for a long time as I grew up with a rocket scientist as a dad. So, I mean, I could, I could really, I could really speak to this. And, and I can remember as a kid that, you know, I struggled with school and it was just one of those things that, you know, just living up to a, a dad who's a rocket scientist, right? Can't PhD from an Ivy League school. I mean, you can only... I just struggled with it. So when I, when I struggled with my homework, I just wanted him to tell me the answer. Right. Just quick and simple. Tell me the answer. But then he would sit down and, you know, for me, he would overcomplicate things to the point where it became too complicated. So right. when I got into sales, I just kind of used that as my mantra, right? I'm, I'm not going to turn sales into rocket science. I'm not going to turn relationship building into rocket science. I'm not going to turn selling whatever, that particular product or solution I had into rocket science. Mm-hmm. I was going to make it as simple and easy as possible for somebody to do business with me. And I, and I think um, that might be the missing link in a lot of this is we overcomplicate it to the point where it becomes too complicated. Yeah. You know, there is this, I mean, you talked about the secret sauce and, and in one sense there is a secret sauce, but I think, and it's actually a simple, that's a simple sauce um, it's a simple syrup, right? It's a secret sauce is, is not complicated. We have this impression that if we're going to talk about so, social, um, as a methodology or as a, as a, a strategy inside sales, uh, it's too complicated. Or if we're going to talk about, you know, the quote unquote solutions, um, which in many industries means more kind of the high end offerings that the immediate, um, the immediate response to that, I think from most of us is, Oh, that's too complicated. You know, it's just too complicated. It's good for the technical people, um, but it's too complicated. But the problem with that is if we write things off as being too complicated or we buy into people who make it too complicated, we miss out on a ton of great opportunity in sales. Oh, I, I, I know. And I, I keep going back to, so why is it? Is it because people just they make things too complicated. They turn it into rocket science science to show how smart they are. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, my brain just doesn't work that way. So I have a hard time grasping. Why do you complicate things when, when in essence, if you really took a step back, right. It's not that difficult. Well, and, so- and, and it, I don't know, but that's, that, I mean, Daryl, but that's just my opinion. I mean, there's going to be people that agree and disagree. And that's I think okay. you're right, though. I think you're right. And, and I think there's reasons, though. I think one of the first reasons is fear, fear of the unknown, right? So if you've been in sales for any period of time, you have your way of, of doing things. You have your uh, methods of prospecting that, that you're used, to, used to, to using. And when it comes to an uh, incredibly powerful uh, communication platform and networking platform like social. Um, I think, I think there's a fear of the unknown there would be the, the first thing, right? 
a, a fear of failing? Well, that's going to be the, the second thing that I, I think it's just that fear of the unknown that we, we don't understand it. So it's complicated. Right. And, and I think the same thing goes for, for the quote unquote solution selling as well, whatever industry you're in, if you want to look to kind of the, the high end, uh, things that are on your, your price list or your offerings, um, or the more sophisticated types of types of things. Um, I think that sometimes there's that fear that, that it's just way too complicated for me, but the reality is, um, you know, I tell people this when, when I, when I'm doing solutions training, a lot of times people look at me like, Daryl, that's, that's just way too complicated. I don't know how to set up that software. I don't know how to use it. I, you know, I don't know how to, to, to explain every single feature of it. And uh, I go, well, that's kind of strange. Do you drive a car? <laughs> and of course, everyone says, yeah, of course I drive a car. Well, fantastic. Can you explain to me how the automatic transmission works? <laughs> no, but, but you drive a car and you do that every day, right? You're comfortable with that. Well, surely you can explain to me then how the cooling system works. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the point of the whole thing is, I think sometimes there's a level of a vehicle, obviously, that's extremely sophisticated, um, and I have a brother who's a mechanic and thank goodness for, you know, for mechanics and all of that. But there's a level of the vehicle that as a user, as a driver, I know I get in, I turn the key or push the button now and put my foot on the gas and go. Um, I think the same thing is true of, of, uh, of solutions and of social, uh, both very similar in the sense that I think sometimes people look at, um, some of these software platforms, cloud platforms, or they look at, um, at something like LinkedIn or the sales navigator piece of LinkedIn. And they go, that, that's too, too complicated. Well, guess what? You don't need to know every single thing about every, every feature of, uh, in every inner working of LinkedIn nav sales navigator. You don't need to know every single feature and every single configuration option of a piece of software that you sell in order to, in the case of solution, understand the client's business problem and how the software uh, might help solve it. Or in the case of social, to understand the need for networking and begin to use, you know, a platform like LinkedIn to network. So I think we have this fear that it's too complicated and, and we got to get over it because, it, you know, and, and you drive a car, a car is complicated, but just get in and start driving, you know, try it out. Yeah. And it's great because the fear just then ever sudden your mind just becomes paralyzed to things. And I look back on it and maybe it's just, I don't know. I look at things, I go, you know what? I mean, let's just talk about social and you're talking about solutions mm -hmm. is a social has always been a part of selling. So to me, social selling is really not anything new. No, it, it, and it solving has, problems has always it's, been a part of sales too. It's exactly. Powerful, we have more powerful tools, right? Maybe, you know, we've got faster cars. We've got more powerful tools. Um, well, but it doesn't mean we, we don't have the, the, the basic know-how to know how to do it. No, no, no I know because I, I, go back, I go back to saying, you know, my sales career started in 88, Daryl, you know, 1988. And I go, I was, it was social selling back then. We just didn't know it, right? It was just selling because we had to build relationships. You know, we always reference that old Dale Carnegie book, right? How to win yeah, friends and absolutely. people. And it's, it's the same thing is you, we had to build relationships and change the way people think. We only had a few tools at the time to do it. We didn't have computers. I mean, we did, but they really, you know, they had green screens. But, right. So now I'm really dating myself. But 
the way we built relationships and changed the way people think was face to face. It was face to face or on the phone. And that was it. Those were the tools that we had right at its basic format. So now if we fast forward to 2018, we're still building relationships and changing the way people think we have 20 tools. We just have more tools. We just have more tools. And the thing is, is we don't have to understand how to use every single social tool that's out there. And that's why I always said sales reps don't have to get deep in the weeds with LinkedIn. But if you're a sales rep, you need to understand how to position yourself correctly. You need to understand how to connect. You have to understand how to network and drive a conversation. Just simple, basic things to your car analogy, right? I think the whole time I've you know owned my car, I've opened the hood maybe two <laughs> times. I don't care, right? Right. I know yeah. that when I get in the car, I open the door, right? I sit down, I put my seatbelt on. If I keep it you know maintained properly, I'm going to turn the key. It's going to start. Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's just that's just a way we have. That's just that's why I'm so excited to talk about this at Outbound because you know social is not rocket science, guys. No, it's really not. And and neither is solution selling. And and solution selling is is been around forever. It's literally understand you know having a an open and honest conversation, a genuine conversation about the client's goals, aspirations, and the challenges they're face, facing in reaching those goals and aspirations. It just so happens that we have much more sophisticated offerings today, much more powerful offerings today than we had 15, 20, 30 years ago. Just like, you know, we have much more powerful social networking options today than we had 15 or 20 years ago. The principles are still the same and it's actually not rocket science. And I think if we can get over the fear of complexity and go, you know what, but what, what if I just for a month of my sales career said, you know what, I'm going to put this fear of complexity on hold and I'm going to start using it. I'm going to figure it out. Right. And I've been traveling this week. And, and so one of the funny, fun things about traveling in Europe, we're kind of doing this, you know, hopping around Europe type tour, which means you take trains and you take trains in countries where, you know, I say I speak French. I really don't speak French, not, not the way people here speak French. So I mean, there is there's a level of complexity and there's a, a fear of even walking into a train station and going, am I going to get on the right train? And, you know, confession time. I've gotten on the wrong train more than once. And thank goodness my wife dragged me off. But but the reality is you walk in the train station, you figure it out. And next thing you know, you're riding trains and, you know, then you're where you need to go. And and all of that, if you make a mistake, get off the train and get on another one and figure it out. It's not that complicated. So what if, you know, what if all of our listeners, what if all of our podcast uh, uh, community would say, you know what, I'm going to put the fear that this is too complex, whatever it is, whether it's using social, whether it's something in your product or solutions offering that you've kind of avoided. um, I'm going to, I'm going to put that fear on hold and I'm going to go, okay, what's the simplest, lowest common denominator of this? Well, I need to network and drive conversations. Okay. Figure it out, figure out how we can drive conversations. I need to, what's the simplest and most common denominator? It solves business problems. Okay. Figure out how to have a conversation with someone about their business goals and the challenges. And you can even, if you want the get out of jail thing, what I used to say was, Larry, that sounds like a problem. Yeah, Daryl, it is. Well, I'm no, yeah. I am no technical specialist. I got an army of those back in the office, but let me ask you this. If we could make that problem go away, would you be interested in learning more? And I, I ask salespeople all the time on a scale of one to 10 at that point, how close are you to a signed deal? And most sales reps give me a five, six, or seven. 
and I didn't deal with any technical stuff yet. We'll bring the technical yeah. people in, but um, yeah. So it's fear of fear, fear of complexity. I want to add another one, but let's, what, what do you have to say? No, I mean, wow. You're, you're bringing up this, you know, this whole thing, you know, as far as fear and, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this one out. And, and this is kind of, you know, you brought up, you know, why, why are we, why are we integrating social and what's the end result? And I'll, and I'll flip this back, you know, cause I just started thinking about this is the same thing like with sales comp programs and I'm not going down how to write comp program, <laughs> but it was the same thing is you deal with the comp program because that's the comp program. You got to make it work. That's but you know, based on that comp program, you have to earn a living. So how much money do you all want to make at the end of the year? You know, if, if you want to make $200,000 at the end of the year, you got to work it backwards, work right? right. $200,000. What do I need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? And it's no different. And that's how I integrated, you know, social into what I did. And you right. knew the, and you knew the sales channel I came out of yep. and the, you know, I came out of an old laggard traditional sales channel. And right. I just go, you know what? The, the end result for me, when I found out what LinkedIn was about, it was just to position myself to look really good in the minds of my clients and buyers online, because I knew that's where everyone was heading. And then the second thing was, is I just use it as a way to network and build connections and build relationships. Bless you. So I heard that sneeze. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. You try to muffle it for the, uh, the crowd. We're trying to be professionals here. We're trying to be professionals. So you can, you know, I, I mean, that's just, that's just a part of, you know, <laughs> what it is. You okay. See, so so I want to bring another one on before the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. We talk about fear of complexity and you mentioned earlier fear of failure. And, and I think um, maybe it's not fear of failure, but maybe it's fear from failure. Like I think people have tried social before and maybe felt like they failed or didn't see the results that they wanted. Um, you know, or, or maybe they tried selling a particular solution before and, and they, they didn't see the results they wanted. Well, guess what? Um, you know, failure, my good friend, he's a tennis coach. You know, he always, he always talks about failure is finding answers in life just because you quote unquote tried LinkedIn um, tried social selling a few years ago and it didn't work. Doesn't mean it doesn't work. Um, it's incredibly powerful as a tool just because you may have, uh, tried to sell a solution, um, a while back and it didn't go well for whatever reason, doesn't mean there's not a lot of money and opportunity to be made selling, um, selling high-end solutions. So I think there's this, this, um, you know, this apprehension that, that people have when you've tried something and, you know, it, it didn't work, but, but the reality is we've got to look at what make, what makes us successful as sales professionals. And I think the bottom line is simply we learn from failure and we learn from rejection and we go back and we do it again and again and again. And, um, you know, everybody that has been in sales has started with, you know, probably face to face or over the phone, um, cold calling, and, um, you know, you hear no 20 times, a hundred times more than you hear. Yes. And somehow I think it's funny because we think we get to LinkedIn and all of a sudden, you know, well, I didn't, you know, they didn't accept my connection <laughs> and we go, this doesn't work. Well, well who cares? I mean, I, exactly. You know, it's just, but, but it's that mentality. And maybe this is where we've, we've been, um, I don't know, maybe brainwashed a little bit, uh, that, that this is the silver bullet and that if I reach out to you on social, it should, 
you know, all of a sudden we should be, uh, you know, having a meeting and and everything should be going great. The reality is sales is still a numbers game. It's still a matter of persistence. It's still a matter of multiple touch points. It's still a matter of planning and executing and doing, you know, working the numbers. You just have to do that in a social way uh, using effective tactics, right? Well, it's... Yeah. And everybody communicates in different ways, right? You have to capture the attention in many different ways. And, and I just go back to social is it, what we do is social is no different than, and you know, I use this golf analogy all the time, just because it, it just so much makes sense. Right. Is all these tools, there's all these clubs a golfer has, and they got to know how to use every single one of them. They can't say, well, I'm really good at using the driver. So that's all I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Right. Or that's the same thing as I'm really good at using the phone. So that's all I'm going to use. Well, let me put it the other way. And I, <laughs> I hung up my golf clubs about eight years ago and decided that it wasn't for me. But when I did try to play golf, um, you know, there were clubs that I was good at, uh, that I practiced. I was, you know, pretty decent with my irons. Um, and I was okay with my driver, but I never pulled my three wood out of the bag at the driving range for some reason. And then I would get on the golf course and I'd have a 220 yard shot. And I go, man, that would be really good with my three wood. And I had a great three wood. I had a beautiful Callaway, big berth of three wood, but I had never practiced swinging it. And so, yeah. I mean, it would just, you know, every time, if, I mean, once, once every, you know, 10 shots, I'd get one straight down the fairway, but most of the time it was terrible because I didn't practice. And I think that social is a lot like that, right? We, we, I mean, you, you're going to have to spend, time every day on social working it i'm not saying you need to sit in the hour the office eight hours a day on social no but you need to you need to spend some significant time every day and certainly some significant time every week on social for it to be effective right and, and, it doesn't just pull it out of the bag and go oh this this three wood doesn't work well guess what you never practiced with it <laughs> you well, never used it no, you're, of course no, you're, it doesn't work well, yeah, you're right. And that's why I would say social doesn't sleep, right? Social's always, it's 24 seven, it's 365 days a year because the internet's not going to shut down. No one's going to say, okay, it's five o'clock time to go home. Can't do right. social. Right. But so before you tell me that, that I'm a failure at social or social is a failure, it doesn't work. Great. Give me 90 days or six months or two hours a day and four hours on the weekend. And then tell me, you know, after experimenting and practicing and being consistent and being present and being diligent and being, you know, doing the hard work, then tell me social doesn't work. Prove me. Well, yeah, you no, exactly. And I gave you a shout out yesterday, so I'll send you the link. Yeah. I know you haven't seen it because you've been prancing around. <laughs> but, um, you know, Keenan, I'm going to give a shout out to Keenan on this one. And then because, you know, he was just saying, you know, how do you rise above the obscurity? How, and, you know, I know, I know we're, we're hitting the time zone, the time on this, but I just want to share this because I think it proves a point to you just got to commit to this as part of what you do is how do you as a sales rep get past being obscure? How do you market yourself out there when no one knows you exist in 2018? So, you know, I, I hate throwing it on my shoulder, but I'll just kind of in, in one minute kind of share this. Cause you know, it Daryl mm-hmm. is two years ago. Nobody knew who I was, mm-hmm. right? There's not a soul that knew who I was, but I made social a key component of all the other business development tools 
that I had in order to get my name out there and what we're doing in the social sales Academy. And after 135 blogs, 40 published articles, our podcast halfway through a book, there's a lot of people that know who I am, but we've been keeping it real. We've been keeping it genuine. And I think that's what people are really looking for is, Hey, it's not social sellings the you know, the panacea, it's not going to, it's not the, it's just an aspect of what you do to get noticed. It's, it's like a non-negotiable thing in 2018 is incorporated in what you do on a daily basis as per a sales professional. It's what you do. Yeah. But imagine if two weeks into doing all of this, if a month into doing, doing this, you said, you know what, this isn't, this isn't working. <laughs> and you gave up and you just stopped. You know, you, you don't, we don't get that option as sales reps. If we want to be successful, we don't get the option of just doing a little dabbling in prospecting strategies for a little bit. We've got to be consistent. We've got to be um, daily, every, you know, always in using this and being very, very present and persistent with it. And I think the point you make is, you know, two years later, um, you've created an extremely valuable network because of that. And, and, you know, once again, if you had dabbled in that, um, if you had gone, you know what, this doesn't really work. And you didn't do that because you already knew it worked because you proved it in the field in, uh, in LA and sales. But, you know, I think that's the message to our, our listeners today. The same thing, you know, I've been talking about my side from solution selling as well. You know, you go, well, I tried doing that and the deal didn't close. Okay, well, how many deals, you know, on, out of the last 30 deals? Well, I only, <laughs> only did one. Oh, so it doesn't work. Come on, yeah. man. You know, seriously, you know, get involved in 20 deals and then tell me what happens. You're going to close some business and you're going to get good at it. Social's the same way. Get there, be involved every day, be consistent, be diligent, be persistent, um, you know, put some time on your calendar for it. And, uh, you know, definitely, obviously get a coach, you know, get absorb as much as you can because you can learn from other people's failures and get there faster. Exactly. Yeah. But, but you're never going to get there unless you start blocking some time off and doing it and, um, you know, and have a mindset. I just don't, you know, I just, it blows my mind that, that someone would say that, that quote unquote LinkedIn doesn't work or social doesn't work. When we come from an industry where, uh, you know, in sales, you have to navigate 20 times as much rejection and failure as you do to get to the big success. So why would we expect that that social would be any different? We have to put the work into it. We have to put the time into it. So, well, and, and, and that's the, and that's the key. And that's a key thing, Daryl, is how many truly on a daily basis with consistency want to put in the work. Mm. They, they, well, they, they want, you know, they want the result, they want the outcome, but yes. with very little effort. And, and, you know, sorry to say that is everyone wants to cut corners to get to success. Right. Well, it just doesn't work that way. No. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't lose 50 pounds in two days and you, no. and you can't, and you can't fill bad sales funnels in two days. It's going to no. take some consistent effort over time. And then you'll start reaping the fruits of your labor. I think you're absolutely right. And I know the people that listen to uh, the Selling from the Heart podcast, you wouldn't be hanging out here if you weren't serious about building your sales career. And you wouldn't be hanging out here if you weren't serious about taking things to the next level. And there's always a gut check in, uh, in each one of these podcast episodes. And I think the gut check this week is, is simply, 
you know, how, when it comes to things, new things like social or solutions, how are you navigating your fears and how are you navigating your failures? Are you letting those uh, shut you down and turn you into a cynic? Or are you going to let those go? Well, at least I know one way that doesn't work now. I'm going to keep trying this out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to dedicate time to it on a daily basis um, for a period of four months, six months, 12 months. And I'm going to see what the results are. And, and I guarantee you, when you start layering that into uh, your uh, methodology right now and integrating it with, with what you do, I think we all know the answer is that consistent activity is going to yield incredible results. So, man, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you. We love hearing from everybody. Uh, check out Larry Levine, Daryl, Amy on LinkedIn, um, at Selling From Heart on Twitter. And as always, be real, be genuine, be honest, do the hard work, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling From The Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.